0: Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber and yeah I wear that title like a badge of honor but for reals my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting inspiring and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world so if you love real talk with a touch of catiness and a ton of laughers then you're in the right place I hope you enjoy this little snack Hey girl, hey, welcome to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. Today I am so excited to have on, I'm gonna say my friend. Yes. Jackie. Okay. I, you're my friend, but I can't say your fucking last name. It's I say Oshri, but it's ashray
1: Here's the thing. I'm gonna make you feel a lot better because we say ashray but that's actually the wrong way to say it. Like it's a Jewish word, and it's Oshri. Well, it's both. Okay. But Because of like our obnoxious Long Island accents, we always (laughs) just said Asheri. But like our dad used to say like Michael Oshree, but that just like always felt weird to us. So we say Asheri, other people say Oshree, We're both right. You could say whatever you want. Potato, potato. Exactly. I say
0: Oshree. I'm totally way off.
1: (laughs) Oshree. It also, it works too.
0: But you're Jackie O.
1: Right. Jackie O makes it easy for everyone. Jackie
0: O problems. Follow her on social media. Um, As if you don't already. So anyway, I am so happy to have you on. Yeah. Your last name is, I mean, are you guys like the Judiches? Are you changing it around?
1: Ooh, perhaps. We've never swayed (laughs) like from being Oshree, but we never correct people when they pronounce it wrong because they actually might be right. Right. And <laughs> you we're wrong.
0: Sure. Okay, well, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah.
1: Um. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here to be the interviewee. I'm always the interviewer. It's fun to be the interviewee, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's a lot less work, but... It, having the control of being the interviewer yes. makes, it's, I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but I'm excited just to shoot the shit with you. Okay. So
0: we have so much to talk about. I feel like we could do this. Well, we're probably going to have to have you come back. I think okay. I, I can just see Twist it in the my future. Arm. I'll
1: come back to your snack kitchen. <gasps> oh my
0: God. It's good snacks here, right? It's good snacks.
1: I haven't had a chewy bar probably in five years and that was just really good. They're so underrated.
0: I know. We've got like, we've got the snacks are too good. Now nah, I mean, mm-hmm. too tempting, too good.
1: And you can't eat while you podcast. No. So it's so tempting. I'm so happy you know that because... <laughs> because a lot of
0: people that I have on my radio show don't know that you can't eat on mic. And I'm like, guys, you're killing me.
1: And you're killing the listeners. The listeners are, like,
0: they hate it so deeply. So a little a little respect for the audience. So basically on Taste of Taylor, I just, like, interview celebrities, influencers, tastemakers. You're all of the mm-hmm. above. Um, but I really also like to get into like, this crazy industry that we all work in, right? So, other people are, like, podcasters or they're, like, you know, digital hosts or whatever. It's, like, like even how I got into the industry, it's so weird. I feel like everybody has such an interesting story. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we're going to get into Morning Toast and social media and your wedding. Yay! (laughs) But I want to really start from the very beginning. Like, how did it all begin?
1: So, it began when I was in college, actually. I joined twitter like it was around the time of right. you know like white girl problems that's kind of like where i got my name jackie o problems from but originally i just joined twitter because i was just like complaining about my life you right. know, college problems like dining hall problems <laughs> what kind of problems were they you know like the food selection <laughs> like <laughs> just and it was really all very specific to me um like boy problems you know like dieting problems etc right but Then I realized if I just changed the way I talked about it, I didn't say Frank Dining Hall, which is the dining hall at Colgate where 3,000 people go. If I just said like college dining hall, more people would relate to it. Okay. So I changed my name to Jackie O Problems like soon after I got Twitter and I just tried to make it more like universally relatable that it was just like one of those fun Twitter accounts about girl problems, except that I really was a person behind it. A lot of them were really anonymous. Yeah.
0: Why is why the anonymity?
1: For other people, I don't know. Maybe they had jobs or, you know, they were they were not PG-13 or even PG. Uh-huh. Um, and for me, like, whatever I was saying, I was just a college student. I wasn't super, like, racy or graphic or any – I didn't post anything that I thought would, like, get me in trouble with professors or college or anything. So right. I didn't mind, like, putting my face behind it. And I think people really enjoyed, like, living – like, vicariously through someone but it's not someone who's anonymous who can just like say things and and also make things up you know like so then when Instagram popped up I joined Instagram and then immediately that, that, right and that was like more photo driven so I just tied it back to my Twitter and it was all, what I didn't know I was creating at the time was like a brand as they call it now for me I was just like being like a caricatured version of myself on each social media platform like as it came up right so when I was in college and I was doing that like my Freshman, sophomore year. Were you doing it like a,
0: like a hobby or were, did you have the force and no. you like, this is going to be career?
1: So at first it was a hobby and then I was applying to internships for okay. the summer and I saw there were social media internships. So I was like, okay, cool. I would have done anything. I would have scrubbed toilets if I could like say I had an internship. Right. So I put on my resume my own social media because I thought that that might be like helpful for the person hiring me. Also, I didn't really have anything else to put. I was just in college. I've been a counselor before. Like no other job Camp counselor. Like counselor or snitch <laughs> <laughs> So I wound up getting um, an internship at Intermix working um, for their social media manager. Shut up! And it was so cool. The woman who I worked for, like we are still in contact today, she taught me so much, but when I had gotten the job and we were just talking, she was like, by the way, what really stood out to me on your resume was the fact that you put your personal social media information in there. Like
0: Like, like, most people don't even think to do that. Right. At this point in time.
1: Exactly, and not only did I do that, but she looked at my pages and she knew immediately like what I was about and that I was into fashion and like it was my resume, essentially, Without, you know, but in a more creative way. I have
0: never, Jackie, in my entire life thought about social media that way, but you're a thousand percent right. Your Instagram page, it is your resume. it's your brand it's your business it's everything right there for people to see
1: right like if you want to know what I'm about at Jackie O problems that's crazy so once I had that internship I had such a good experience like it was such a great learning experience I was like doing Twitter and Facebook for them then I was going into my junior year of college and I was like okay I social media is an industry and I want to work in it
0: but, but and do you think that that was just like you having that experience or like at this point was like everybody like hip to the jive
1: um it was back in like uh, 2012 2013 so people were getting hip to the jive but no one that i knew was going to hit me onto it like no i there was no way for me to know that without having that experience. Like you know? did you
0: feel like you were going you were like you were like oh this is going to be something but like it was kind of a secret that you only knew or was like everybody like like when I went to college it was like everybody was like you know in like uh, communications. Right. <laughs> and like before that my the, like the generation before me was like advertising. <laughs> so I feel like was this that thing when you were in school or was it kind of like a little sneaky secret that you had all to yourself?
1: It was like a it was that thing, but because of where I went to school, it's like a liberal arts college. No one, even if they knew the secret, they weren't interested. They, they were like going like, for, like,
0: I want to be a lawyer. Or, right, like, I want to work a in politician. publishing. right?
1: But if I had realized this two years before, I actually and I really wanted to pursue this career heavily, I probably wouldn't have gone to Colgate because they don't have a communications program. Like, I majored in history just because I knew whatever I majored in would be irrelevant to what I wanted to do. Exactly. So once I realized I wanted to work in social media, then I spent, like, the next two years of college really building up my social media. I never really cared about how many followers I had, like, from a vanity perspective, but I was like, oh, that's impressive to employers. If I have 10,000 followers on Twitter and I'm just, like, some girl in college so
0: this is i'm gonna ask this pretend like i'm asking for the audience but i'm asking for myself selfishly so how do you build an audience when it comes to social media like like especially coming from a reference point, like you're a girl in college right right so, so how like how do you like i'm a girl who was in radio for a long time and i still can't figure out how to get people <laughs> to follow me like i'm like i'm gonna hit a cap i think i'm gonna cap off but that's not a thing like you can always keep it moving right you can
1: always keep it moving but they're definitely they're it comes in waves. And there was definitely like a wave like the first five years. But the way that I feel right now, it is harder to get followers because a lot of people I know for myself, I am set in who I follow. It takes a lot for me to start following someone new. Like I either have to have really never heard of them, or they're posting stuff that I just have to be the first to see. Or they're posting something that I'm not getting anywhere else. But like, I feel like a lot of people are really set. Oh, this is my follower list. I don't you know, people don't just go out on a limb and follow new people. So you really have to be providing something that they're not getting elsewhere or like they have to have just heard of you for the first time. Right. But the first time someone hears of you, they're going to go to your Instagram and like maybe follow you, but that's when you have to capture them and and they have to feel like they have to follow you. Ooh, how
0: do you do that?
1: I, I mean... Is there like,
0: it like could you teach like a seminar? Is there a formula or is it like, is it kind of like, I mean, everyone has talents, right? So is this just like, it's like an innate talent.
1: It is and it isn't, but it also depends on on what you do and, and the stuff you're putting out there. So when I was in college, I really, I, my brand was myself. It was really easy for me. Uh-oh, phone down. It was really easy for me to like create content around that. And then right. I had to figure out when I was graduating applying for jobs like how that would translate into working for a brand got it so when I graduated from college I actually was working um in the social media team for the Huffington Post oh wow um and that was a really good learning experience and it really works both ways in the sense that I learned a lot there that I took into my own personal like social media channels but I also used my own personal social media as like a test lab for like you know theories or things and learn lessons to like bring back into work and be like guys this is where like the kids are live streaming now like we need to be here people are like going to this like it was during like Meerkat Cap, periscope you now and like then i right. became like the live streaming guru for the huffington post based on like lessons that i had learned just by fucking around on my own social media that's fucking crazy i never
0: knew any of this yeah
1: so for a while i was really focused on corporate social media like that was my career path okay so i worked at huffington post for uh, I think round uh, year and a half, two years. Damn girl. Then I got a job at iHeart Radio, doing um, like managing social media for the, like their nationally syndicated radio shows.
0: To use one of your words, I'm shooketh. <laughs> I really am. I am shook to my core. This is so bananas. Okay, keep going. You, my, then, my, my my brain is broke.
1: So I started working at iHeart Radio, and I was so excited. I was like, was like dream job. This is so cool. And then two things happened. One, corporate like,
0: America fucking sucks. Corporate
1: America fucking sucks. <laughs> it like culturally was not a fit for me. Like. I Radio just, is a boys club. Oh, my God. I couldn't get out of my shell. Like, I was being so socially awkward, and I couldn't, like, make friends, talk to people. Like, I, a lot of my job required being on the phone, and, like, that is something. Even, I, I can't even just take a phone call to place an order at a restaurant. Like, I get so awkward. It's very stressful.
0: Thank God for apps.
1: Right. So, I like, <laughs> if I have to call someone to do something, I just won't do it. You oh, my know? God. So, that was tough for me, but then that's also where I met Zach, my now fiancé. Your fiancé. So when we started dating, well, first I had such a big crush on him at work, and that made me even weirder. Like, I (laughs) was such a freak. I can't even tell you. And I was so awkward Um, after a month of, like, tiptoeing around the office. But
0: you were, like, gorgeous and spectacular and cool and smart, like, and you just couldn't get your shit together Could
1: not get my shit together like just <laughs> such a freak and then what also makes it so so I'm actually like really introverted but if you look at my Instagram or if you would read my Twitter you wouldn't have no... you would have thought the complete opposite
0: I think so that... a lot of entertainers are actually introverts or then or if they weren't they become I'm definitely an introvert now I wasn't when I didn't have this like method of communicating but now that I have it in my fingertips every single day like I want no small talk ever
1: no, same. Like yeah, I want to go and definitely deep. made it worse too. So bad,
0: so bad. <laughs> hey, doll. We're just taking a quick break to talk about one of our new sponsors, Scentbird. I love Scentbird. So for me, there's no greater feeling than someone, whether it's like a stranger or a friend, coming up to me and like, "Oh my god, you smell amazing! Oh, what are you wearing? I need it in my life." Sadly, that hasn't happened to me recently because I haven't really been trying sense a lot lately for a few reasons. Uh, I get migraines if I smell too many of them, like at the department store. So that's just like not a fun activity. Also, I find that like you can't spray more than once and like get a real feel for it. So like you're either covered in like 15 different scents and you smell cray cray, or you don't really get like a real sense of the smell on your skin. And quite frankly, perfumes and colognes are way too expensive to buy the whole bottle only to get home and find out like, ugh, I don't even like this. That's like, that's the worst feeling in the world. But thanks to Scentbird, I can get my fragrance groove back because it's a monthly subscription, and you get to try all these different scents for a fraction of the price. So, Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfume and colognes, and it's a great way to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle. Hello, exactly what I was looking for my whole life. They have more than four hundred and fifty designer brands for you to choose from: Prada, Versace, Dolce and Gabbana, Gucci, and my personal favorite, Tom Ford. So, thanks to Scentbird, I was able able to fall in love with Tom Ford. So Black Orchid is the fragrance that I tested out. And quite frankly, I would have never bought the whole bottle. It's really expensive, but I heard a lot of really good things about it. And I actually smelled a girl. She was in like, I think I was at a bagel place near my house. And if you can smell better than the bagels in the bagel store, girl, you got something going on. So I asked her what it was. She said Black Orchid. I checked out the Tom Ford and I'm like, forget it. Tom Ford's too expensive. But thanks to Scentbird, I was able to, for my month, try out. Tom Ford Black Orchid and I love it. A One little spray goes a long way just like heads up about that. It's definitely strong but it's like very, it's spicy and dark and sexy and seductive and it's. I really use it as like a special occasion fragrance. I have an every day but this is like my special occasion like rrr, sexy time fragrance and like I said I would have never found it if it wasn't for Semperd. Scentbird. Scentbird is like fragrance dating and my favorite thing is you choose a perfume that you want to try for that month. They send you a 30 day supply. You get a vial that has like a 100 120 sprays. And I'm telling you, it's like literally enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. So it's even more than you need. Date your fragrances, baby. You don't have to commit. It's so crazy. I can't believe they didn't think of the sooner. Anyway, right now we have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 to try your first fragrance. Go to scentbird.com slash Taylor and use my code Taylor for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash Taylor T-A-Y-L-O-R for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Ladies, peoples, sign on and smell amazing. And now, back to the podcast.
1: then, <laughs> uh, I was like just so shy and awkward and really, corp- like, in the early years of like being a young professional, it is really hard. If you're not someone who's just like a deeply social, cool person, yeah. it's really hard to like, navigate that world and, you know, ask people to go to lunch. Oh, my God. Like, I used to muster up courage for days to, like, ask someone to get coffee. And then they would be like, oh, I I wish. Like, I'm so busy. And then I would
0: just, like, (laughs) You weren't the girl in the office.
1: Like, (laughs) I literally – you know, don't like, worry you're ma- cool like now. I would be like G chatting with my friend like my friend um, Rebecca who's like really good at this stuff and she would like be coaching me just be like go up to them and be like hey anyone want to call like I was like oh my god even Die. now Die. even now Die. thinking back on it like it gives me hives it made me so uncomfortable so then oh. I had a crush on Zach, which just made things even, even more painful. <laughs> yes. We wound up working on a project together um, with Claudia and Ben. We were all like recording this podcast that oh my God. Zach was spearheading. So it was a really great way to spend time together.
0: And at this point, Claudia and Ben were already together together. Yes. yes. And they
1: were girl with no job, boy with no job. So that's oh, why right. Zach okay. wanted to work with them on like a, 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 a iHeartRadio podcast thing. So smart. So smart. So we had spent like a few days, all of us working together. When the podcast came out, like we all went out to celebrate and Claudia and I were like gonna we're, we're gonna figure out tonight does he like her? Like, what is going on here? Oh God! Because I needed to move on with my life. Like, I really, I couldn't going to work was giving me such anxiety. Am I going to see him? What do I wear? What do I say? So I needed to figure like it out. High
0: school outfit routine. Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
1: Exactly. <laughs> so that night we all went out, and then Ben like straight up just asked him if he was into me. Of
0: course, thank you, straight boy, for just like cutting through the bullshit.
1: Right. And Zach said yes. So then from that night on, like we've been together oh. ever since. And after we started dating, I already like wasn't the job wasn't. For me, and I didn't want to date someone that I worked with. Like I just felt
0: even weirder. Is it even allowed? I guess it is allowed. Some companies don't allow it, but but I, I could see iHeart. I mean, anything entertainment. They like it's like everyone's talking right, to like each the other. Industry,
1: that's literally, where the we're industry industry would, <laughs> yeah, Right?
0: You know what? Here, that's no fraternizing. It's like it's serious. <laughs> totally. Are you kidding me? I actually never hooked up with anybody that I worked with either, though. I'm because I, I was i get it shitting where you eat it's not the best idea oh
1: my god and if things like hadn't worked like didn't work out i just didn't want to even prepare for that eventuality so i was happy to leave i so i only stayed at our for a few months but i'm so glad for my time there because that is where i met zach and then i started working at aol doing corporate social media for them um i was in that position for a year and a half And then we started doing our show there. And then I became, you know, a social media morning show extraordinaire
0: It's so crazy. And now, of course, not there anymore. Now you guys are the toast. We're on our own. From the breath to the toast. Yes. So I read something literally last spring I remember I was in Cannes I'm not trying to sound like a dick and be like I was in Cannes but that's just like my point (laughs) of reference and well I was there with my girlfriend's company TFQ Mm -hmm. uh or female quotient it's called now and um there was a girl that was there all the girls that were there are super fucking smart super like Keaton super millennial and so she was saying how she uh, this girl was just fucking reading and regurgitating information all day long she was like a human encyclopedia and she was like this is such an interesting article that she found. and She said that, that the status symbols of millennials are like totally changing the status symbols of like the baby boomers and even Gen Xers. And it was like status symbols used to be like a nice car, a designer bag, like um, Louboutins. Like, it's like simple as that. Mm-hmm. And millennials now, they what they see as like success is a flexible work schedule, being an independent operator. And I was like, oh my God, according to millennials, I am cool. Now I'm a millennial, <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm an elder millennial. So I <laughs> <laughs> I feel like i understand gen Xers and think i am one but i'm technically a millennial you
1: give me millennial vibes i love you for saying that thank We're you doing so much podcast you're such a millennial oh
0: my god i'm like i'm just i'm not not near 40 but like i'm i'm far enough over 35 i'm not even 36 yet but i feel i've been saying i'm 36 oh, the whole technically year technically
1: you're closer to 40 than you went to 30 i it's, didn't know that, that that was your age how old did you think i was um just because I know that you've lived. Lived. So, like, probably 31, 32, I would have I thought. love
0: you for always and forever. Thank you so much. That's such I a compliment coming the Millennial Queen.
1: If I didn't know your story, I would have thought you were younger. What? You know, but, like, you've had so many. I know you've, like, been doing radio for, like, Claudia once said, like, 10 years. I was like, what? Did she start when she was 12? <laughs> I started
0: when I was six months out of college, and I it was like I was at Sirius for almost 12 years. Isn't that insane? That's
1: insane. Wait, so I had heard that, so I was like, oh, okay, so you can't be... Uh,
0: Unless she's, 25. like, like doing it in high school. Right.
1: You were like I love a, you. Or you had, like, a college radio show. Serious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You never know. You never know. But wait. So, but, like, I definitely, we're, I totally lost my train of
1: thought. Oh, so status symbols for millennials <gasps> yes. are different.
0: So status symbols are different for millennials. And so I feel like what you, like, working, like, your initial digital talk show, yes, very cool. But what you're doing now, even cooler.
1: Oh, for and sure. And don't you feel like that? Oh, my God, definitely. Like, doing it on our own, making all the choices, and, like, every success is ours, and every failure is ours. I know. It makes it so much more exciting, and just, like, to have so 100% of skin in the game. Yep. It's incredible. Do
0: you think that, like, corporate America, as we've known it, as we've worked in it, is, like, going to be a thing of the past? Like, is it going to be a dinosaur? Extinct?
1: No, because I think, like, you know, there will always need to be corporations who, you know, do the power, you know, and... Oil and gas, whatever. Yes, Um. But I really do think when it comes to media, like, things are really changing. And the more that corporate America, like, tries to be in with the kids, the sadder and sadder it is, you know?
0: It's so funny because I've I've had the opportunity to work with some, like, big media companies, like, you know, in my, I guess, tenure, I would say. And... Like, they purport to be so cool, but, like, when you really sit down with them, I'm, like, like, I had a conversation recently about podcasting, and I love the company that I'm talking about. I'm not going to reference the company. I love this company, but, like, they were, like, did you hear of a thing <laughs> called a podcast? And I'm, like, you guys, it's, like, I feel like it's over. No, like, it's
1: over. Like, the door, <laughs> the door is closed.
0: It was crazy, and I remember being it serious so frustrated because my contract prevented me from doing podcasting. Um, And I mean, it's it's a pretty much, it's a standard rule across the board there. But I actually even remember I did breath. Okay. You Mm -hmm. must've been out. I I, was was there with Claudia. Um, It's when Olivia was like there on set with you guys. And um, I remember you guys were doing, so I was doing getting younger and you guys were starting to do the uh, Riverdale.
1: Afterdale, yes. Afterdale.
0: And I remember you, you guys were like, oh, would you like to, after I did the, um, the breath with Claudia, they were like, you should be on the panel for Afterdale. And I was like, definitely. And they're like, and we're going to release it as a podcast. And I was like, I can't do it. Oh, wow. And they were like, why? And I said, because my conscience prevents me. So if there's a, if there's a video component, I can do it. But if, there's, if, they, like, if I'm a regular on something that just has an audio component, I'm out. And they were like, well, we, we're going to release it as a pod. And I was like, I have to say no. Oh,
1: my God. I didn't realize that. And the
0: very next day, I got fired. Wow crazy and i was like matt to my manager can you call the osher's and let them know that i can do the pod but at that point i was like in a non-compete couldn't do fucking shit i actually was in a non-compete i was supposed to be in it for an entire year that means doing no audio for an entire year but i got out of it with a sick in three months so that was thank god for that but like that's the thing is like i was at serious going crazy because i was watching stassi thrive in podcasting and i was like this bitch, aka my best friend, I can go I can say that lovingly, but like she is making more money than me <laughs> working a fraction of the amount of time. Mm-hmm. I am in the wrong like lane of audio. Yes. So like you're saying, yeah, so big media, serious. But people think serious cool hip. Not hip to the jive of podcasting.
1: No. Then. That's so, cr- like, I never, I didn't realize, like, that discrepancy.
0: Yeah. It was, and I, I'm like, I know that audio is my thing and I'm in the wrong, like, I'm, like, I should be in the HOV lane and I'm like the fucking, <laughs> all the way to the right. <laughs> I'm the breakdown lane. <laughs> that <laughs> is so, so true. Frustrating, but I, you know, and I actually am so grateful, series, for firing me. Just they fired me so savagely. But I'm so grateful because I would have never left because it was, like, cool enough
1: yes and th- at a certain point it's also like millennial bullshit status symbols it's yes. like saying you have this brand behind you technically sounds better than doing it on your own but doing it on your own you're making so much more money than a yes. salary yes. that you have to like claw your way to get and like and you'll never get i had hit such a ceiling there <laughs> you have to do like power stances in the bathroom <laughs> before you ask
0: for five thousand more dollars <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. No, before I ask if I can join the panel for Riverdale Podcast. Like, you know, right? And, with, and, I'm like, and they're like, well, if you pay us, you can do it. It's just crazy. And you're like, thank you. Oh, my. Right? Thank you so much. But that's the thing is you're so right when it comes to, like, corporate America and media. Media is kind of like the lame, I don't know, like, great aunt.
1: Yes. And they don't know? even, and they don't know. And they think they're, like, the cool, the cool dad.
0: Yes. Do I'm not think like a regular a mom. <laughs> I'm a fucking dilf. And you're like, oh, you're like the creepy <laughs> grandfather Uncle. who hits on his grandchildren and doesn't know what's going on. Totally. <laughs> I, that's a very specific reference. <laughs> so obviously it's true. I, I remember there was like, I, I have friends <laughs> They who had this grandfather and he was like a little senile. It's sad, but he would always like pull them on his lap and be like you girls are very sexy I'm getting a boner and I was like it's your granddaughter granddaughter! it was so horrible so that's what like you know media conglomerates are right (laughs) (laughs) okay so um, speaking of your independent what how do we refer to the toast morning toast it's like an independent
1: um like as the the show is the millennial morning show and then Ever. You guys are the
0: Kathy Lee and Hoda of millennials.
1: Thank you. You're it welcome. It also depends who I'm talking to when they ask what I do. Right. Because it depends on their age and their the business that they work in. But to someone's, like, grandparent, <laughs> um, I would say either, like, some people really do, when I say I have a podcast, they get it. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes I'll say web show. Okay. Uh We'll, say, like, the live stream morning. So sometimes i will say YouTube, you know, they'll understand. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes they just say morning show.
0: Hey, guys, just a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Away. I mean, I couldn't be more proud of myself that Away is sponsoring this podcast because I bow down to the brand that is Away. They're so freaking awesome. So Away, if you didn't know, it's a luggage company and they use super high quality materials but offer a much lower price compared to other brands because they cut out the middleman and they sell directly to you. They are geniuses and we need their minds. I also love their bags because they're super durable and they're also super lightweight and they're just friggin' amazing. So they have a variety of colors and four sizes. They have the carrier the bigger carry-on, the medium or the large. I like the carry-ons. I have the carry-on and the bigger carry-on because I don't like to check my luggage, but that's just like my thing. And gorgeous colors. I have one in navy and one in green and they're just like, beautiful. I love Away for many reasons. I'm going to just give you a handful of them. Their carry-on sizes are compliant with all major US airlines and they fit so much stuff. It's like Mary Poppins bag. It's like, how did you fit all that in there? Uh, also, I'm going to sound like a super nerd, but I really mean this genuinely. It has a really smooth lied to it. Don't make fun of me. So I was, you know, married, uh, and we were rich, and so we always had like the highest, like, luxury luggage, and I'm telling you, I still have a couple of those bags from, you know, the divorce. Whatever. I'm 50-50, right? Um, And I much prefer the away bag to any of those like super expensive brands and a lot of it has to do with the fact that like the glide the, the, the traveling of it is so much better and that's because they have four 360 degree spinners. I'm telling you traveling with an away bag it's like next level travel experience you're not like dragging a bag behind you you're like pushing it like next to you as if you're like equals. And then I love the removable, washable laundry bag that keeps dirty clothes separate from clean clothes. Cause like I'm obsessed with my clothes and I just, it's just a thing I have. And it's like, oh, wait, are you in my brain or what? Because I've never seen that before with a bag. They, like, think of all the details. And speaking of which, it has a friggin' charger in it. Girl, hello. So, the company was actually founded by two friends from New York who found themselves at JFK. Ugh, what an airport. With dead phones. Delayed flights. And then they thought, oh my god, ding, 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 luggage with power. Thus, the Away Carry-On was born. And I'm telling you, that charger has saved my ass so many times. So, there was one time... My phone was super dead when I got to the airport. I was freaking out. I had like 20% left. And I was looking for, like, I wanted to have a drink and get some food. But, like, there was no outlets at the restaurant. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm going to have to, like, leave this restaurant or, like, find an outlet in the restaurant. This is a pain in my ass. And then I was like, wait a second. <gasps> My bag is a charger, so uh, saved my butt then, and it was so amazing. And also, I have been known more than once to pull out my luggage when I'm on the train. My parents live in Boston, so I take the train from New York to Boston all the time. I always have to be in an ILC, so I have to like plug in over a stranger. Super awkward, but not with my away bag. I just pull my bag down and I plug my tablet into my actual bag. My tablet's like on its last leg, so it's always dying, so it has to always be plugged in, which is super crazy. But with the Away bag, it's so easy. I'm telling you, geniuses. And both sizes of carry-on are actually able to charge all cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. And guess what? A single charge of the Away carry-on, like battery, will charge your phone five times. Hello! Hello! amazing. And as if that wasn't good enough, lifetime warranty, if anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for life. A 100-day trial, live with it, vibe with it, travel with it. And if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund, no questions asked, and free shipping on any Away order within the lower 48 states. Hello, what are you waiting for? Join the club. And right now, we're going to hook you up. So for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash TOT and use promo code TOT during checkout. Again, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash T-O-T and use promo code T-O-T during checkout. And now, back to the podcast. I refer to you guys as as digital morning show. Like, a digital morning show. That's what yeah. you are. Like, when I talk about, like, like let's say my mom. Because my sister's obsessed with you guys. Listens to you every single day. Watches you. Listens to you. I actually don't know. That's the thing, too. Morning Toast is available. You can watch you with your eyeballs. You can listen to you with the eardrums. Uh-huh. You can do both at the same time.
1: You could. Uh, yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. On YouTube. And then also,
0: is there a, like, is there a interactive component?
1: Yes. So the YouTube stream, there's a live chat, which, Thought like, so. pops off when we're live. So crazy. Um, and then toasters, like, talk amongst each other. And then also there's tons of interactivity in the groups, and the subgroups, in the community of toasters that yeah. are fierce. I
0: cannot even. So you, on, I have to say that your audience really reminds me of mine, like, back in the Cosmo days. And it's, like, I feel like we have, like, a very, like, our brands are, like, super, like, on par with each other do you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I feel like and I feel like we actually have some overlap too like a lot of your audience members thanks to you guys are so good to me they show up at my live shows they they subscribe to my fucking radio show you have awesome 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 listeners
1: thank you we love them so much they're so supportive
0: or fans or audience members or whatever I'm referring to them as toasters
1: but then also conversely Sometimes there'll be, like, threads in the toasters about how people heard of us. And so many people, like, have said that they were introduced to Claudia through your show. Shut up. And that's how they got, like, into the toast world.
0: It's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. This is the thing. I think that millennials are also, we're changing the media game. Media, like, when I was in radio, like, like in, in it, in it. My God, like radio wars are like a thing, but they're a thing like radio shows fight with each other. There's like it's like because there's only so many time slots and so many audiences for that time slot. That's the mentality of it. Um, and like until the last five years of me working at series, they didn't have on demand. So it's like you catch the show live or you miss it. Period. Yeah. End of story. So like when I'm in a morning slot up against Howard Stern, that's my competition. I feel like now we're in a time where like millennials because of dig- the digital world it, we're like changing the game. And so it's like, I don't feel like there's that fierce competition that I used to feel back at Sirius. I feel like it's like, everyone's like one hand washes the other. We're all like, I, I do yours. You do mine. It's yeah. like, we all share. Uh-huh.
1: It's very nice. It is very nice. There, this, there is, like, competition, but it's nothing real. You know, it's just, like, bullshit. Or if someone says a shady comment, then... That's the only time, like, shit goes down. Right. But, but when it-, it happens,
0: shit goes down.
1: <laughs> yes. Wait, wait. <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, lady gang, I remember... So, first of all, your Morning Toast Instagram account is my news outlet. Thank you. You're welcome. You do a fucking phenomenal job with it. Thank I'm you. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. I credit you guys. Like, you keep me really... You keep me young. We love try. You. I love you. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you just, like, the... the the, the the amount of social media and interactivity you guys have is crazy is that just like organic or is that something that like you have definitely um cultivated
1: intentionally well i think it started in a way that was really organic and then claudia and i saw where it was headed and now we do a much better job of cultivating it and making it as easy as possible for the audience to you know connect with each other to connect with us mm-hmm. but the it really, like, even, for example, when we started our show, Claudia and I have always dreamed about being morning show hosts. We're obsessed with the movie Morning Glory. So, I've never seen it. Oh, my God. It's so good. What with is it? With Rachel McAdams and Harrison Ford, it's about, like, a failing morning show. And it is incredible. Stop. You I have, have to have watch to it. to see it. I have to watch so it. So ever since we saw that movie, like, our dream has just been to have a morning show. Um, so when we got this opportunity. When,
0: when did that dream come about, age-wise?
1: Oh, probably oh, age-wise. Maybe, like, five years ago. I have okay. to see when the movie came out. Um, so then when I was working at AOL and so was my sister, Olivia, she yes. had been there for even longer There's than I four was. of you. There's four sisters. Yes. What's the, what, how does it go? It was, I always get confused. Olivia's the oldest. Yep. Then me. Yep. Then Claudia and then Margo. Snitch. The snitch. She's such a <laughs> snitch. It's crazy. Wait, what is, what is snitch? I don't, it has, it's not like, yes, she is a snitch.
0: Like she tattles.
1: But not even, she just like has <laughs> snitchy ways about her. Like, for example, I can give you like one thing that she did that's just like textbook snitch. Okay. So one time like we're at home like having, she out dinner and we're just all like in the living room talking, listening to the Alexa. And everyone's competing like, Alexa, play, you know, what's even a song?
0: Ariana, Ariana Grande Alexa, sweetener.
1: Play, play Ariana Grande. That's what
0: I say every single day.
1: And then and then someone else chimes in. Alexa, play this. Then Margo does Alexa, play Greatest Showman. And then of she course. casually puts the mute button on, Alexa, and everyone else is still doing their thing. <laughs> <but> she's not <laughs> picking it up. <laughs> and that's just
0: why she's a snitch. Snitchy, snitch, snitch. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, so you guys
1: are, so you're watching, so you watch this movie. So we watch this movie, and so always in the back of our head, we were like Oh my God, morning show is where it's at. I love this. So we were working at AOL, Libby and I, like full-time marketing team. Um, We actually had an opportunity uh, because the CEO knew that the two of us were working there and that Claudia was our sister, girl with no job, and that yes. like we were, and that I was at, at
0: this point, she's she's in the millions of followers. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, she which is not, so crazy. Crazy. Not that she doesn't
0: do it because she's fucking amazing, but like, oh, that that's is a,
1: that's a whole nother podcast. Podcast. Girl, I know.
0: I, I'm just going to have to, I'm just going to keep it rotating all the ostriches. So, and
1: mean each like tell our side. <laughs> yes. Um. So he knew that she was our sister and that I was working in social media. Lydia had worked in social media and we were just, we were like the social media sisters. Yeah. And so uh, he basically just was like, if you were to create like your own like new social brand, like what would it be? Go do it. Like gave us a little bit of office space and was just like go make something. Fuck social-y. around. Go fuck around. And so Claudia and I, we knew immediately. We're like, morning show, live stream, Facebook. Done. Let's go.
0: Yep. And you so, and you knew the thing that makes you guys so smart too. You knew the importance of live, which I think a lot of millennials don't recognize. Because I think so much is so much is like on demand, like television is on demand, music is on demand. You know, it's it's like you don't ever really have to go live. And but you guys picking up on that aspect, genius. Genius. But then also
1: at the same time, live is easier for us because once you do it, it's done. We are off the cuff. We don't prepare for the show other than choosing stories. We don't talk about them. Yep. So if we had to record something, then edit it, then upload it,
0: then you like overanalyze things. You uh think things through. I know I do that actually because my live show is live. It's like I do it. I walk away. I get in trouble. I say. I'm sorry. And then I continue. But the podcast, it, I have too much time with it. Like, I have to give it to my manager because I'm like, if I touch it too much, I'm going to fucking chop it up into a million pieces. Right. Because I overanalyze.
1: Right. Yep. So live really took all that out for us. Yep. And we had done a few shows live. And then a couple of the listeners or the watchers were like, hey, can you turn this into a podcast? Like, we would really like it. So we were like, because sure, we had the audio yeah. s- from our microphones anyway. So we, were, we started uploading it as a podcast. And that's, to go back to your original question, like, how the community really how everything happened in an organic way but now you know the the podcast is optimized and now we do things for the podcast like it's now top of mind as opposed to just like oh let's take the audio and post it yeah so um yes originally a lot of the things happened organically but now once we see a trend or once we see something happening you never want to make forth something to happen or like no want the the community to feel like you're trying too hard so like once we start to see trends then we just capitalize on it make it as easy as possible for people to like digest and jump into
0: so just for me to break it down for anybody who like doesn't know anything we're talking about and if if you're listening you don't know you're crazy you have to check it out so jackie social is at jackie o Claudia's Social is at Girl With No Job and also at Claude, Claude With No job. job. Okay, so that's, that, that already that's a lot of accounts. I'm already overwhelmed. Then you guys run The Morning Toast at The Morning Toast, mm-hmm. okay? And then, so as I'm like looking and just like, you know, screenshotting just so I can make sure I like plug things, right? It's like, okay, then there's an account that's The Morning Toast Lingo. Then there's an account that's Toast Secret. Then there's an account that's Toasters in their prime. Right. What the fuck? These are all- <laughs> then there's a meme. Then there's a meme account. The, these gifts, are... Gifts, gifts, I mean. The Morning
1: Toast Gifts. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorites. Are These, these are are, fan accounts. Holy shit. Yeah. So the fan accounts are amazing. Like, they gif us. They meme us. It's incredible. Then, like, Toasters in their Prime is a group of toasters sharing their best Amazon recommendations with each other, whether it's clothing, things that they bought for the home. They are uh, shoot-offs of the subgroups of the Morning Toast Facebook group.
0: It's so crazy. It's
1: so crazy. It's, it's a whole... That's, like, a whole other... I mean it's a major part of our show Huge. that I that I can't even like scratch the surface of
0: you guys do so much fan appreciation. You guys interact with your fans so geniusly and, and authentically. It's like, it's really, it's such a, it's an amazing community you've built. It's really fucking cool.
1: It, it is really cool. And and sometimes, you know, we don't even realize like the scope of it, but then something will happen. We'll hear a story or someone will send us an email of, you know, an experience they had in the community, a toaster that they met and they moved to a new city and they didn't know anyone. And they met their roommate through the groups and Crazy. like just really, really impactful stories that, I mean of course we love what we do that is just the cherry on top like that it we it has so much more meaning than just like the business Side of it,
0: right? Okay, so let's like really break it down. So when you guys, so you started as a Facebook live show, mm-hmm. then the audience kind of gave you the idea of going over to, into podcasting, which is like such an amazing fit yeah. and so successful. And then, and and then, and then, why incorporate like YouTube? You know, like like why like like so? How many different offshoots would you say that you have? So
1: now we are just YouTube and podcast. Okay, and why'd you make that decision? Um, when we started live streaming on youtube because originally our uh thinking was we just want to be everywhere that and I'm, people can find facebook us facebook
0: live was like a big thing for a yeah. minute and then not
1: right right am you're i wrong right. or No am i right you're right okay so we were on facebook live we did instagram live too we did youtube live and then we did podcast Eventually, when we started the toast, we got rid of Instagram Live because you can't stream like through. It was a technical thing; you can't stream through a third-party app, so the quality is shitty. And by the way, the people who are watching there aren't always like aren't. You know, they found it through Top Live, and so those like creepy guys, those creepy guys that like
0: writing Sanskrit, exactly.
1: Come to Brazil, yeah, show me your feet, yeah. So that wasn't yeah. What's with the feet? Those numbers that happened
0: a lot on Periscope. I remember
1: those numbers like (laughs) didn't even. We wouldn't even, like, register them. It's not real. So we then we got rid of Instagram Live. Then we were doing Facebook, YouTube podcasts. Eventually we got rid of Facebook Live. Um... Because, one, I think Facebook numbers, like, they, like, inflate their numbers, and it just isn't, like, reliable. Yeah. mm -hmm. And, two, like, I'm just, Facebook is so lame. I can't even tell you. If it weren't for our toaster groups, I wouldn't be on Facebook. So,
0: I'm having this issue right now with Facebook. So, actually, (laughs) Facebook is, so I had, when I got fired, I had to go radio silent pun intended, and I, all my fans went to Facebook looking, they, they formed, like, a support group, like, where the fuck is Taylor? When I was finally able to speak, like, after, like, literally months, um, they were like, oh, my God, thank God she's back, oh, my God, thank God she's going to come out with her own radio show, okay, we're going to subscribe, and it was so supportive and amazing, but for whatever reason, it turned a hard left, like, once I was back on the air, and I, I'm going to just say that I think just, like, 10 to 15 people that were just, like, just kind of, like, were louder than all the positive people. And so it just, so to me, it started to represent, that represented like, it was just mean. It hurt my feelings. I would read it. I would cry. It would ruin my day. So I just like stayed away from it. But then also, like a few months or maybe even six months after that, your toasters started a, a Facebook page for me called Toasters for Taylor. And it was like, it was like the clap back to like the critical page that was, that's called now striker Nation. And so they created that. And then recently there was like an overhaul in striker Nation where like all of the people were like, we want our fucking Facebook page back. We want to be able to bond with each other. So they kicked off all the trolls. And so now the trolls have some, a, a troll account for me. Hey, girl, what's going on, boo boo? Just a quick break. It's time to talk about one of our new sponsors, RX Bar. As I live and breathe, I love an RX Bar. I have been in love with RX Bar. This has been a long term relationship with me and RX Bar. So I'm so happy that they're on board officially with the podcast because I have. So many RX bars in my cupboard. Yes, I said cupboard. And they're freaking awesome. And now I get to share them with all of you. If you've been listening to me for a long time on radio in my podcast, you know (laughs) I love an RX bar. Okay, so here's the thing. RX bar is a whole food protein bar. Um, They're actually bars, protein bars that are made with (gasps) shocker, real whole ingredients. A lot of other protein bars claim to be so good for you, but they're full of BS. And RX bar agrees with me in that statement. Really? I mean, RX bar... was created in 2013 because they couldn't find a protein bar out there that was actually like good for you with few ingredients with a lot of protein and so there was a void in the market and so they filled it with their amazing bars. Their bars are so great. You'll probably recognize RX Bar on a shelf. Uh, They're the ones that have egg whites for protein like bam, bam, Big white letters right on the packaging. You can't miss them. Basically, they just list all the ingredients, and it's, like, so few because they're really good for you, and they're super transparent with the ingredients that they use. My meat cute moment with the RX bar was I was at the airport. I was, you know, being good. I was trying to be conscious and not get, like, fast food and greasy food and, like, try to be healthy while traveling, which is, you know, very difficult. And I went into one of those stores. It sells, like, you know, snacks and magazines, and I saw, oh, my God. Egg whites, ah, staring back at me. When I'm trying to be healthy, egg whites are my go-to. They are my best friend girl. Egg whites are so they're such a good source of protein and so low in calorie. And so when I saw that egg white on the packaging, I was like, oh, I gotta try this ball girl. So anyway, my first RX bar I ever tried was at the airport, and it was the chocolate sea salt flavor. They have 14 delicious flavors, but this was like the first one I had, and it was so good because it was like dark chocolatey, but like super savory with the sea salt. You like you could like see them crystallize on top, just like <clears throat> delicious. So that's how I discovered RX Bar. And they really do fill you up, which I love. Then I actually, my favorite, favorite, though, is peanut butter chocolate. It's like, it tastes so naughty and decadent, but it's not, sister friend. And I'm also, like, dying to try their chocolate hazelnut. I need it in my life. I'm sure it's going to taste like Nutella or something. Mm. Clearly, I'm a fan of RX Bars. They've also now debuted an RX Nut Butter. So it's obviously squeezable. Uh, It's obviously spreadable. It, It pairs great with fruit, rice cakes, pretzels, or you can just eat it straight out of the pouch. I love RX Bar brand for snacks on the go. As I said, I discovered it while I was traveling at the airport, so it's great for travel. It's really, really great for breakfast on the go. I'm a radio show host. I have an early morning radio show, so I never get to eat breakfast at home. So I'm always eating breakfast either at the studio or on the go, and I love an RX Bar for breakfast. So good. And also, if you're somebody who gets those, like, hungry horrors around 3 p.m. at the office, and, like, Joanne from accounting like, is always Friggin' bringing in brownies and cupcakes and cookies and shit like that. And you're like, girl, stop trying to make my butt bigger. Anyway, the RX bar is a perfect solution to uh staving off those sweet cravings at the office. Just have an RX bar and you will be straight. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of RX bar. I swear this has been one of the longest relationships of my life. And I think it's time for you guys to get involved in this situation right now for 25% off your order of the best seller variety pack love that just visit rxbar.com slash taylor and enter promo code taylor at checkout and it's valid in the US only and it's for a limited time again for 25% off your first order of the best seller variety pack visit rxbar.com slash taylor and enter my promo code taylor that's taylor at checkout again valid in the US only and for a limited time so girl girl get on it get your booty moving towards rx bar and now back to the podcast wow wow yes I mean
1: you were the one I got a lot of haters
0: I feel like you guys don't have any haters and I'm so jealous of that oh, no.
1: we we definitely have haters I personally like, I'll read hate like hateful comments if you know I they come across my desk I'll like analyze in my own mind oh is this true or not mm-hmm. and then if it's If it's constructive t- criticism, like, I am here for it. Me too. If it's just, like, mean shit and, like, these people just – they make me so sad to think about someone who – might even like who has a job yeah who has maybe, maybe even, even a kids. life maybe even kids that's the
0: scariest part and
1: not only are they writing like mean shit on the internet whatever they're like watching our episodes and quoting back to us things that we're saying and it's like that takes time you so know they're... and that makes me sad like to think about their life and their kids and scared and they're spending time hate watching stuff and like almost like writing like a dbq like with <laughs> all the things that we said like like a homework assignment
0: okay so um have you ever seen private parts Favorite movie in the world. No. It's what made me. Okay. So, like, what that movie what Morning, did for Lori. you guys, this is what <laughs> okay. Part did for me. You have to watch mine, I have to watch yours. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then we'll compare notes. Okay. Um, But so they were trying to get rid of Howard because he was like outrageous. And he was on, I think it was WANBC at this time. And he hated his boss. His boss hated him. He called him Pig Bomb. He talked shit about him on the air all the time. So he was like, We got to get him fired. We can get him fired with like numbers. So they said, How long does the, you know, uh, does a does fan listen for? And they were like, 15 minutes. And they're like, Okay, which is good. But like back then in terrestrial radio. And they're like, Okay. How long do the haters listen? Because we know we've got haters. And they were like, the analytics were like, 45 minutes. Oh my God. And it was like, fuck. So in a really crazy way, the haters are almost the most valuable because they're <laughs> the most passionate. But it we are we still bleed, blood. We're people. Right. It, but it, it really is crazy. I mean, the amount of, yeah, I mean, the amount of energy that people put into it. But okay, good. I I I literally was like like I, I, I got to a point where I was like, I feel like the toasts, like you guys have no haters, and I was like, what am I doing wrong?
1: Okay, good. Oh so God, we can no. all be in oh, a club we together. we Definitely have Woo. haters, and we could share hater stories. But then you were the one who told me about the troll, the like five stages of trolldom. Yes, which I six l- six stages. Si- oh wow, because
0: and I only emphasize six because that's that last stage that makes you a troll or not a troll. So, it's, want me to go over it real quick? Yes. Because I don't think I've done this on the podcast.
1: It's so important. I've, I've referenced it before, like on our show, and I also think about it all the time. All the
0: time. So, first, it's discovery. It's like, oh my God, I found this new show, The Morning Toast. It's so fucking amazing. I love it.
1: Oh no, I found it.
0: Then, second phase is, I love this. Oh my God, I love it. I'm a fan. Da, 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 da. Then the third phase is, I can control this. Okay. So, like, this is mine. Like, I found the toast and I introduced my friends to the toast, and the toast is
1: my I thing. I own the toast. I own it.
0: I own it. It's mine. I loved it. Now I own it. Then reality sets in in stage four and they realize, oh, shit, I can't control this. So maybe something happens where, like, I don't know, maybe one of the friends that they brought and introduced you to their, their show, like, they, like, like, went to your camp toast and the other girl couldn't go or something. And then yeah. she feels like she's, she's losing control. So they realize that for whatever reason there's a lack in control. Then they move to I hate this. Okay, but I think we can all admit that we could all bounce around and those like like maybe like me with Dave Matthews. I'm a little psycho with Dave Matthews. Um, like even honestly, Katie Schwartz from Vanderpump did this with Stassi in my kitchen in my apartment with Taylor. So Katie was a listener of Cosmo Radio, where I started back in the day. And she introduced Stassi to Cosmo Radio on drives where Stassi listened to me and also Patrick, you know, Patrick from Vanderpump. Yeah. And Stassi and Patrick started dating. Then I get to become very good friends with Stassi through her relationship with Patrick. And so then cut to we're in my kitchen. This is years later. Stassi and Patrick are still together, but they're like off again, on again. It's like bad. And Katie's with her mom in New York too. And we're sitting around my kitchen table in my apartment with my girlfriend drinking wine. Stassi and Katie get into a fight over Patrick. And Katie, a fucking reality TV star, stands up and says, she's mad at me that I told this story, but fuck (laughs) it. She says, saying I wish I never introduced you to Cosmo Radio and left my apartment. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mother in tow. And I was like, no, Katie, come back. I'll, you'll always be my favorite fan. <laughs> it was so weird. But it was like, but I, I saw it, like, like, fandom, like, no matter even if you are somebody who has fans, like, fandom is a real thing. So I think we can all admit that, like, from Discovery to even, like, oh, I can't control this to maybe hating this, I think we can all get it. But what yes. makes somebody a troll is, is step six, which is, I hate this. Okay, can't control. I hate this. I want to destroy this. And that, my friends, is what makes you a troll. Yes.
1: Definitely. Destruction. Because so, it's normal to hate something, I'm over it, and then move on with your life. Or go back and say, oh, I love it again. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> you to know? go and like then destroy, to take time out of your day to like destroy something that has nothing to do with you. Yes.
0: Ultimately. Right. And like in the grand scheme of things, in your day and day, day like day to day life, like it doesn't really affect you unless you introduce it into your
1: world. Right. Like it's just turn off. Tur- exactly. So I think about that all the time especially as it relates to the haters. So when you
0: get hated on or trolled you're like, okay, note to self. Like note to this self. This is a you thing.
1: Yes. Yes. It does unless help. unless the you know the, the the criticism is constructive.
0: But I will say that like Instagram, yeah yeah yeah, I get trolled sometimes. I'm I'm like dead on Twitter. I mean, I just got verified, so I probably should try a little harder, but <laughs> but like I I feel the same way that I feel like Facebook is where a lot of negativity does live. At least in my experience as like a host and somewhat of a what like a mild celebrity, that's like where I get whacked the hardest. I also feel like
1: I feel like Twitter is the most negative. Do you? Um over I'm not on Twitter anymore. Really? Yeah, and which is so crazy Cause like, that's where I started back in the day. Yeah. Um, and that was like my whole resume at one point. Um, But no, I just think it makes other people so negative. I don't want to see the negativity and it made me so negative. Like, yes. I remember when I deleted my Twitter about a year ago and I was uh, probably like pr- um, planning on coming back. And during, like, the month that I was off, there were so many things that I was thinking. I was like, oh, my God, I should tweet this. Right. And then I realized all those things that I was thinking I should tweet this were all negative. Like, I saw Pitch Perfect 3, and I thought it was a hot, steaming pile of garbage. I ate, <laughs> and I needed to tweet about how terrible it was. I was watching the I Radio Awards, and fucking Camila Cabello was, like, lip-syncing and not even trying. And I needed to tweet about how terrible it was. And everything that I felt the need to tweet about was, yep. like, mean-spirited and negative and the world doesn't need to hear that i don't need to be putting that out there such a good point like literally not only do people like not need to hear your tweets in general usually but especially if they're all just like the negative thoughts because when i'm having positive thoughts oh uh, watch i'm watching the iheart radio awards and i see something positive i'm just enjoying it and enjoying my life exactly. and I'm not going on twitter exactly you only go there to complain so once i realized that i was like i never want to join twitter again because it makes me negative and I, I just say things that the world doesn't need to hear yeah and I don't wanna like put more of that out there.
0: Your thought process about getting off of Twitter is the way I thought about getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so I totally get it. <laughs> but when it comes to, when it comes to Facebook, like I love Instagram. It's it's great. I'm not wonderful at it. I could really use an Ausher injection of help. Okay. Um I need help from you guys desperately. But I do feel like with Facebook, like you said, you don't love facebook you only go there for the fans. and so that's for me like i'm like right now i'm like okay so i don't even like know my facebook like sign in. i don't i forget <laughs> it. i don't know my password. i don't even know the name i used. but i'll figure it out. but like I, is it important to be like because fan interactivity is so important to me and you of course it's important to you guys like even though you don't love facebook you go there for the fans. yes. okay.
1: and that is important to me like Maybe one day there'll be a way to to talk to them, and it's and we can have these communities off of Facebook. Um, but until that happens, like I, I will be on Facebook because one I, I enjoy talking to everyone, and two it keeps us you know it keeps us good. Yep. you know, hearing what people have to say if they have positive, and also just like knowing what's going on in our own community.
0: And Cla- I, your sister Claudia, she said to me, she was like Taylor, you've got to get into your own Facebook page groups, and I was like. But is that kind of like the teacher coming to like recess, or
1: (laughs) what? You know, I mean, we're in almost like a lot of our groups. There are some that we're not in just because they don't apply to us. But um, I feel like yes, it's like the teacher coming to recess, but it also keeps people in check. Like maybe the teacher should be at recess. you know? I'm here, right? Like you're not gonna be like jumping around on the jungle gym and getting hurt.
0: I'm such a pussy, though. I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm like, if somebody gets hurt on the jungle gym, I'm gonna start crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For sure. <laughs> so goddamn sensitive. Um, okay, so we're running out of time, girl. You have to come back because there's so much we didn't cover. I'm but happy basically, to. your your morning toast is crushing. I'm so proud of you guys. I love when I get to come on and co host with you or with Claudia. It's like the most fun in the entire world. I love, 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 love it. You guys are. So fucking good at what you do. I'm just, I want to be you guys when I grow up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also deeply want to be adopted by you guys. But we've discussed this ad nauseum. (laughs) I remind you guys every time I see you, I'm like, when are the adoption papers going through? (laughs) Um, What is it like to work with family?
1: Um, It's great. I mean, I don't know that everyone would say that. We're just like such, I I guess, a unique situation. Because so many people say to us, I could never work with my siblings. But first of all, between Olivia and Margot, like, there's six years of age difference. That's a lot. But we're all like so close in age. Between Olivia and I is one year. Between Claudia and I is a year and a half. Between Claudia and Margot—that's not a lot. Three years. <laughs> right. So like we're just—we all have the same interests. So we're really just—we're almost the same age. So we're just really good friends. Mm-hmm. So working together has been great. Like I, I mean, I've worked in corporate situations before, and I always just like never. I mean, I was never one to, like, make friends with my coworkers, mostly because I'm shy. So this is just the perfect situation for me, you know? (laughs) Um, And we really all know our strengths, our weaknesses, and each other's strengths and weaknesses. So we just – we know our role. It doesn't even have to be discussed. And just knowing people, like, that well, and there really isn't that much fighting. And also the fact that we are sisters keeps us honest, you know? Something that you might have to go to HR with at a different company, like, I just tell Claudia straight up, and she – it's cool, you know.
0: Yeah, I love. I mean, I I love y'all's relationship. I know a lot of there's a lot of families that like pretend to be close, but there's like then there's families that really are close. You guys, I can tell, are that family. It's really it's awesome.
1: Thank you. No, even hence we, the
0: adoption requests. Right.
1: Even if we didn't work together, like, e- or even when we do work together, we still spend all of our time. Together. I know
0: you guys are each other's best friends.
1: Right. Like built well, in fucking best friends. It's really built in best uh, friends.
0: I mean, I meanwhile I'm like shing all over my family. I love my family too. <laughs> They're great, but like we're really spread out in age. There there's six years between me and the, and, and the next one, and then 12 between me and my little brother. Oh, wow. So we are way... We, like, grew up in different fucking families, basically. Totally, yeah. You know? And you're just...
1: Yeah, you're more, like, siblings... Definitely. ...than friends, whereas... Definitely. Us, like, ...the lines are so blurred, and then we also all work together. So it, we've...
0: It's working. We're you guys, fortunate. I always say you guys are the Jewish Kardashians and that's a compliment.
1: Oh, i that's the highest compliment you could give us. I don't love
0: the Kardashians but I love you guys as them, Jewish version.
1: I love, like regardless of what they're doing at any given time in their lives, like I love their family bond. Like,
0: I will say, I, I do. I mean, I I have mixed feelings about the Kardashians, just, like, from watching the show. And, like, they're just, like, you guys have great personalities. You're funny. You're smart. Like, I don't know that I would say that about the Kardashians. But they are famous, and they're doing something right, you know? Agreed. But, like, I do, I will say, I always love their love. I always love their love. They
1: have each other's backs, and they really understand the importance of family. And they have gone from being, you know, virtual nobodies to the biggest stars in the world. And, it's insane. And that, like, bond and hasn't changed you know because fame changes people yes and so they are just really they they have the right idea yeah they're doing something right
0: so i i i started to ask you a question about lady gang and then i totally got sidetracked so that There was, I saw on your social, there was like some lady gang drama, right? I mean, not drama, but, yes. they, but they gave you a shout out. They but kind of like, but you, so you guys on The Morning Toast, you talk about pop culture, but you should talk, which is why I fucking get along with you guys. You know, you say it like it is, and you say you're filterless. You say what you're really thinking in that moment, regardless of the consequences. Right.
1: So Claude, we were talking about the new lady gang show, which we loved, and we were so happy that we liked it, one, because it gives podcasts like a real, you know, it's doing like, it's helping all of us. Yes. Rising tides, raids, all ships. A podcast converting into traditional TV and doing a good job at it makes all of us look good. Exactly. So we were excited about that. And we also, we never listened to their podcast. So we were just, we were feeling out the characters for the first of time. Course. Claudia was talking about how she loved Kelsey. We love Becca Tobin because she's ugly and like, she's just the cutest human alive. And she's also so funny. I didn't know. And then the third one, Jack was, you know, we were still feeling her out. <laughs> I forget what the exact word used. I forget the exact word too. Um, But then our review got back to them, and Kelsey was so excited because Claudia just said like the most nice things. I know she was
0: like, "Oh my god, that's the greatest!" And then the one was like, "Um, "Oh for you." Yeah, Jack
1: was like, "Yeah," because they were nice to you. Um, And uh, yeah, no, we were just like so excited to be talked about. But then also, I was just frustrated because we really did love the show, and we just hadn't sussed her out yet. Right. Like we weren't dropping down the hammer. So I just, I just want her to know that if we, it wasn't as mean as we intended it, like it was not as nice as it we intended it to be, but we were overwhelmingly feeling really positive and supportive.
0: Girl story of my life. You I feel know? like all I do is say, I'm sorry. Oh God, like I recently ran into the summer house, um, Kyle and Amanda, and they were like, oh hi, you're the girl that talks all that shit about us. And I was like, <laughs> guilty as charged. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Wanna come on the podcast and straighten that out? So <laughs> I recently had dinner with them, so it's all good now. But okay, so who who have you gotten in the most trouble with, like in terms of like talking shit about a celebrity? Ooh. And even if they were right in front of your face? Because I feel like you when you guys interview people, you do not sugarcoat. You go in. Right. Which I respect.
1: So I would say well, first I'll say that there's a difference between like talking about someone as they act on a show. I agree. Versus then meeting them and, and liking them in person, but separating it's, them from their character. Difficult
0: though. Like Leanne Lockins.
1: Like Leanne, oh my God, yes, like Leanne Lockin. I would say even like Danielle Staub and, and Teresa at points. And for us, the hardest was Teddy Mellencamp. <gasps> what? Because um, on, the sh- on her first season, like we were really not feeling her. And then we met her. She came on the show. She was the sweetest person. And I then believe it. And we were out with her once, the coolest person. Like, I don't know that we've ever met anyone that we liked more on a personal level. But then we also just... I just got jealous. (laughs) We were not feeling her on the show. So then like that was... But we just kept prefacing it as that. Like, okay, I didn't like what she did on the show, but as a human being, we fucking love her.
0: Right. And and but did she, you, I don't
1: know that she ever heard of the th- things that we said. Well, said that's about the her. thing
0: too is when, when you work in like the you know when you work in this realm, it's kind of like people might hear, they might not hear. You never know how many people are spreading the news or how many people are listening or if they do they listen every day or do they miss stuff, you know? Right. Or are they being alerted to it because the audience is also very good at
1: tattling on us. Oh my and misinterpreting what we said. That is so crazy. Like one that people go and do that they like message their favorite talk about snitch and be like this is what <laughs> this is what the morning toast said about you and that like these people read it. It. and then out of context right it's so it, that that whole part is so wild um and what, what was I gonna say about te- uh people that separating oh someone else who I've done it's now easier but Jax Taylor oh we I I I, I can't him I don't as a, know I as can. a person anytime we ever met him love him and then like last season like you know the faith of it all hard to defend but oh. like that's someone else that we really are able to separate the show from the man.
0: He is so weird around me. I think because he knows I know everything from Stasi. Now so nah, you have to tell me. No, uh, I'll, I'm tell, I'll, tell, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off.
1: Do you like him now? Like he seems really reformed. I mean, I like he's
0: just so fucking intense. Every he I make him uncomfortable. Um, my girlfriend makes him very comfortable because I think he, he he thinks she's gorgeous and like doesn't know who's the girl and how to talk to us. <laughs> he's just Bless his heart. That's what I'll say. Okay. But Brittany is so sweet and like I love her. So for even just her, like I'll be like, sure, Jack's great, whatever. And like Stassi and Bo to Thanksgiving with them.
1: Like and it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. You're and so, so... like if, if, if Stassi can forgive him. Then I,
0: of course, have to. But I he feels uncomfortable around me. I've talked shit about him for years. So like I get his perspective too. Um, is there anybody who you're like? terrified of having to interview and or meet because of like Things the that shade we... you've thrown it
1: oh yes for sure now i just need to rack my brain um we threw major major shade and it got, and it got back to us boomerang uh carol rides well because <laughs> we were staunchly team bethany
0: i know you guys were which i was i mean it's not great for my adoption process but i was uh, hard against your stance on that I, know. I was very team carol actually i was team anyone bethany can that be fair anyone but bethany i'm team anyone but bethany that's yep.
1: fair no i i'm it open. was less about
0: carol more about my anger my trolldom towards bethany
1: i understand okay and, I, and i'm also like open like you're team carol i'm team bethany but like we can still be friends you know that doesn't define Phew. that doesn't define us you know agree to disagree
0: okay fair fair fair
1: so yeah it no, got back to that's her that's the touchy part of like this industry it's like you know so many people like make their bones off of taking other people down but then it's like okay you get to the top that way who wants to talk to you?
0: Right. Right. So okay I see what you're saying Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: But I feel like you like you're just on, like I don't feel that you're a shit talker. Like I just feel like I you're feel funny like, and honest.
0: And I feel the same about you guys you're just like saying it like it is and honestly my, um, I can sound so like so passionate about something my mind can be changed in a snap of a finger Same. I'm very malleable.
1: Yeah, or something that I once felt so strongly about. Example, Kelly Dodd. I thought she was gonna be the end of the real Housewives of Orange County. Like if she was coming back for one more season, I wasn't watching. And now she is one of my favorite Housewives of all time. Like the best. It's crazy. (laughs) Like that's so crazy.
0: Girl, I love you so much. We didn't even get to
1: talk about your wedding, but that's okay. That's okay, because like I said on the show today, I don't even like talking about it. It stresses me out. (laughs) And you know, people say planning a wedding is the best time of your life and it's not.
0: It's, it's not. I will be. So I did a segment on uh, when I was on Cosmogia when I was planning my wedding. It was called "Almost Hitch Bitch," and I would just bitch about the wedding process and like all the stupid people that would annoy me and just everything, like from guests to like you know, like like vendors to I everything. Need to go listen
1: to archived episodes because I am just not well bitch girl
0: girl it's the worst time of life planning a wedding it's so hard and anybody that makes you feel like that's like an indication of something bad is full of shit I mean now I am divorced granted but my sister has a beautiful magical Disney wedding and her husband is a, a baby angel and she literally like was so stressed out it is just so stressful
1: it's so stressful I I, I I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Well, I'm so excited to attend. I'm so excited for you to Girl, attend. Girl,
0: I mean, shook beyond belief when I got the invite. Like Taylor and I are honored.
1: Oh my god, I'm so excited for you guys to be there. Can't like wait. we love you so much. Our whole family loves you. Oh and my the god. Adoption papers are, you know, in the, the works. Their, yeah. In the works.
0: On their way. In the works. Um, Jackie, thank you so much for joining me, sweetie. You are the best. Um, where do you want people to check you out? I mean, I, th- I feel like I gave them it all anyway.
1: At Jackie O Problems on Instagram, and that'll take you, that'll tell you everything you need to know. I'll
0: take you on a journey.
1: Oh, yeah. And of
0: course, check out uh, yourself and your sister, Claudia, uh, on Morning
1: Toast. The morning Toast Millennial Morning Show, going live every day, weekday, Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube.com slash Morning Toast. We're also available as a podcast anywhere you can find podcasts.
0: Oh, I love it. Girl, thank you so much for
1: joining me. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. You
0: guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. And yeah, make sure to check in next week for a brand new episode. Uh, if you liked what you heard here and you want more of Taylor's. Strecker, please subscribe to my radio show. Go to tailorstrecker.com and just subscribe. It's six dollars and ninety-five cents a month. That is a bargain and a half. It's 33 cents a show. I did the math. Wow. Yeah, right. Thanks. Anyway, guys, that's it for us today. Have a great, great day, and we'll be back next week. Bye, girl, bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to TaylorStrecker.com and sign up for my daily top radio show, the Taylor strecker Show. And listen live or on demand.